Hello, everyone. This is Realtor Linda Peltz. Today, I'm here with Michelle with the Hero Loan team, and we're going to have a nice discussion on what's really going on in the market. Michelle, introduce <laughs> yourself. Yeah. Hi, I'm Michelle Johnson with Hero Loan team. And like uh, Linda said, you, you know, just a brief summary, Hero Loan team uh, specializes in, in, in home loans for Hero clients. So anybody in... Um, you know, law enforcement, fire, military, anybody in education and anybody in medical is where we kind of specialize and offer, you know, programs and incentives. Of course, if you're not in those fields, we're giving you the same great um, service, but we, that we don't have kind of the same specials in those other fields. So. Um but a lot yeah, of great so, programs is what you're saying. Yeah, that's right. A lot of great programs and um, working with a specialist who understands the hero client, the different ways that they're paid and how to get you through um, from purchasing to closing on that purchase, uh, or I should say making an offer with Linda and then closing on that purchase in the most skillful and efficient way. And giving us an opportunity to give back to them for their service, right? I mean, this is all we have to offer. So we would like to show our gratitude and help you through this. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And we, when we feel like people in these skills, they deserve a little bit of special treatment. And so if we can give you that special treatment that you deserve, because you're out there risking your lives and you're out there, um, you know, giving back to the community and, and just really, keeping us safe and, and keeping us healthy and <laughs> educating, like all of those things that we just want to, like you said, give back as much as we can. So both Linda and I have so that true. ability so to do that. I mean, we, so. we like to protect all our clients best we can, yeah. but for some That's reason, um, I think a lot of these fields, like you say, is, is more community-based more so than yeah. some of our yeah, they well, it's a hard job. You know, my my sister is a, a hospice nurse, and so I really see that firsthand of of somebody who's going out there and working with people in the last days of their life, and it's such a relief to the families, and it can be really daunting for people who are in these fields or firefighters and just risking their lives, military, that all that kind of stuff. Where we get to see the the horrors of this stuff maybe on the news, but we don't see it up close and people who dedicate their lives to take care of people. It's, there's a lot to be I commend them. I know. I have a couple military daughters as well as then I have a surrogate uh, daughter who is like you said, hospice, you know, I mean, to me, those are just incredibly giving positions where they just, sure. they give them their all day in and day out, you know, trying right. to keep us, the world, you know, our community safe and, and, you know, make their life, other people's lives a little, a little better. Right. I mean, that's we right. Have life that gets in the way, but, you know, let, let us help you transition as, as easy as we can. And, you know, maybe keep some of the bad out of the day to day if best we can. So I, I that's commend right. them. I, I, yeah, I look at them some days and, and they, uh, you know, even just like I have a psychology daughter. I mean, just the, you know, stressors mm -hmm. of trying to deal with mm -hmm. other people's problem on a day to day is just that's right. It's hurting. It can yeah, be really figuring hurting. out how to not take that home with you and, and have a, a life kind of separate from that. It's a difficult mm -hmm. thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. So what do you see uh, going on in the market on the lending side? 
Yeah, well, I wanted to address that because it's just, um, I don't know if funny is the right word, <laughs> but, you know, the, what is trending right now and what is really happening is that the public opinion of what's happening in the economy uh, is very different from what's actually happening in the economy. And so um, as pretty much everybody knows, we have raised interest rates, and I don't say if we as an if if I have anything to do with it. Yes. Do you don't. control those, Michelle? Could you do a little bit better? <laughs> I, I wish. You know, it's so funny because that is a common thing that happens. People ask me, do you anticipate rates going up or down? <laughs> so, you know, if I could time the market, then I would be out on my yacht right now. I would not be doing mortgage loans. So I wish I had the control of creating the rates. I wish I had the knowledge of knowing what rates are and aren't going to do. But what I do know is what has happened historically and what is happening right now. And um, and it's very odd. I don't know if this is the first time in history that this is the case, but the public opinion about what's happening right now and what's actually happening right now, there's a big gap between one and the other. So uh, interest rates have raised. And part of the reason that interest rates raised was that they're trying to control inflation. You know, and so people will notice that, you know, the price of eggs, the price of milk, like these types of things, they're going up or they were drastically going up in the beginning of the year. And so the Fed decided we need to kind of work on this. And part of the way that they do that is by raising the interest rates. Now, just because the interest rates have gone up, just because prices of other things have gone up, doesn't mean that we're in a recession or a depression or anything like that. And that is kind of the interesting thing that happens in, is happening in our environment right now is a lot of people think, well, because the interest rates have gone up and that is stabilizing inflation, well, it also stabilizes a little bit the housing market. So, it, you know, as I'm sure you can attest in the last couple of years, the, the housing market has just been insane. And that is the exception, not the norm. So interest rates went really low, lower than they've ever been. And people were buying like crazy more than they ever have. And um, and we were seeing really insane offers. Like if you were maybe like one of our hero clients who's working with a program who's like, okay, I need some down payment assistance or um, let's see if I can get my closing costs covered, like things like that, then you probably weren't going to buy a house because people were having to make offers on houses that were $50,000, $75,000, $100,000 over what the actual market value of the house was. So that is not necessarily now. what increases the, the payment. It's your interest rate that increases the payment. But the interest rate was so low that that 50000 meant nothing. I mean, it was just a, what, $20 difference or something in the payment. It wasn't that much, right? Whereas when the interest rate goes up, that same 50000 turns into like $100 a month, <laughs> if not more. So yeah, it's, right. it was insane there for a while. I mean, 25, 30 offers and they were having to, you know, buyers were having to pretty much sign off any of their rights they might have had to back out right? right in order to get a hold That's of right. these houses and just take them literally which all homes are actually sold as is but it brought it to a new meaning through that time period of 
it is sold as is. You you sign on this dotted line, you have to close. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's no outs right now. You you've signed all that away. So yeah, you're making a really good point a because, to it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because right now when you make an offer on a home, you're basically saying, okay, I'm willing to pay this much. Now, if appraiser comes in and says, you know what, the house isn't worth that much, then negotiations start to happen at that point. It's like, well, maybe the seller will accept what the appraiser is saying that it's worth. Or maybe the buyer is willing to pay a little bit more, or maybe they're willing to like meet in the middle. These like are a couple of different things that may happen. But like you said, back in these like crazy days of between COVID and when COVID started in 2020 and then today, like these things mm -hmm. weren't happening. You would have to say, I'm no. willing to pay over the asking price. I don't care if the inspection comes back, that the plumbing is screwed. Like we don't care. Right. And it didn't matter what the appraiser, I mean, most of them did a good job at getting them to come in at value, but every now and then you'd get that one, you know, and you just had to pay the difference if you wanted that house. That's right. <laughs> there was That's no right. renegotiation. There was no nothing. That's right. <laughs> That's right. And market. so, right. And so when people are saying, oh, housing prices are dropping, that's not really true. What's mm -hmm. happening is that you're not able to get $50,000 over what your home is right. worth. You know, your equity, the amount that your house is worth, it's probably the same or, or in most cases, actually higher than it was three bit. years ago. It's, it's not mm -hmm. increasing near as fast as it was. And I think no. that's where you're, no. you're trying to point out it's no longer that 50000 over. If it's a lucrative home, you know, I mean you still might just get a couple offers and they're going to be, at, you know, pretty close to list, maybe a little over if there's several offers in on the property, but, and they're not signing off contingencies. They're not signing off appraisal gaps. They're not, I mean, they're pretty much just straight offers at this point, which still gives the buyers some rights. If God forbid, there's something drastically wrong with the home that, you know, nobody knew about or, or we found during inspections. So they still have an right. out that they can say, you know, that's just too much for me. I don't want to deal with that. <laughs> right. But the seller isn't having to discount their house under what it's mm -hmm. worth. They're not losing hundreds of thousands of dollars no. or even tens of thousands of dollars on their home. <laughs> so, not. right. And so They're that kind is of kind just... of the difference. They're kind of just bouncing, you know, a little bit even. I mean, it's not necessarily that they're going straight up like they were back, you know, during COVID and stuff, but um, they're also not dropping, you know, they're just kind of bouncing right. along. It's not yeah. necessarily that you're losing equity, but you're also, you know, not, not gaining tremendous amounts right right at the moment. We're just right. The national out. average historically is about 3% gain each year mm -hmm. and we're about back where that is before mm -hmm. in the last couple of years 10 percent, 15 percent equity gains every year um and that's what they're mellowing out right now and so right there's no um you know increased unemployment there's no you know uh increased foreclosures like these things aren't happening um and so all of these types of things people kind of hear out in the market, oh, everybody's going to get foreclosed on, everybody's out of a job, and and these things just aren't happening. So, And historically, I mean, we always have the ones that got laid off that's overextended and foreclosures. I mean, sure. right. 
what no matter what market we're in i mean you know the bottom line is is how stable is how stable is a, a good percentage of the people out in the, the market. We're going to always have those. It doesn't matter what That's market right. went. We had foreclosures last year. Right. No, the public couldn't really get a hold of them because they were literally flying off the market and and a few things. But in the same respect, we didn't really have any less or any more. I mean, we still had them, and just like now, we still have them. But typically, they'll end up over in investors. You know, because there was something wrong with the houses. The reason, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So the bottom line is that the housing market is still going strong. People are still mm -hmm. buying, people are still selling. There's less people, I think, that are selling, you know, um, tur the turnover. <laughs> right. We have less sellers, but with the retrospect of that, we have less buyers. So right. it's still a seller's market. But there again, right. instead of those 30 offers, we're only seeing maybe two to five offers on a property. Mm -hmm. So we're still short on homes. It's just we don't have as near as many buyers out there either right. because That's the right. interest right. rates has has priced a few of them. You know, they can no longer qualify for that $300,000 home. You know, that's mm -hmm. kind of the end of the bottom end of our market right at the moment is right. 300,000. I'm sorry. So if mm -hmm. you can't qualify for that, it's kind of pushed you out, you know, with the interest rates mm -hmm. and different things. So yeah. Yeah. And that's a really good point too, is if, if, if you can't qualify or it's out of your budget, then yes, definitely finding out another thing, way to go or waiting until interest rates drop for sure. If you do qualify and it is within your budget, the idea of waiting for interest rates to drop is not usually a very good idea. And the reason is we don't know if that's going to happen. They might right. go up and you can always refinance. <laughs> that's that's what I was just going to point out. You know, if, if they do go down, jump on it, refinance, keep your credit in good working order and, and just refinance at that point. So true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you don't want to, I mean, we don't want to get anybody into a situation like what happened in 2008, where we're saying, oh, let's try this funky mortgage where you pay less now and you'll never see those bigger payments and yada, yada, yada. No, we don't want that. We want, if you qualify and you can budget for it, then now's a great time to buy because you are going to start building that equity. Even if it's only 3% a year, if you buy a $500,000 house, that's 15,000 extra dollars in one year that you've got in basically your bank account. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can access that equity in a lot of different ways. Like we talked about, I think last time. So I do think a lot of them at the beginning of the year, right when the interest rates started started to go up, I do think we've seen a really funky market for about four months there. And I did see a huge shift in, in offers because buyers were really scared and were not buying, even though we had the, the, the um, homes out there for sale, there wasn't a ton of them, but there was still quite a few beautiful homes out there for sale. And I think a lot of buyers missed out on that market, but they, they pretty well freaked out right through that first, four or five months there and then um all the the crazies started coming out and they were getting a lot of those funky offers through with sellers credits and this and that they're gone again though because right now we're back to the buyers have come back to the market and when there's multiple offer situation think about it if you were the seller why would they take one that had to give the buyers you know fifteen thousand to get this closed where is that 
you know, acceptable over the one that gave them full price or over list price. And, and they're not asking for them to give anything back. So, so it's, mm -hmm. it's kind of come out of that, but we did have about four or five months there of some, some pretty funky offers coming through and the sellers had to decide, you know, it's either, you know, this is what's out there right now, or you're going to have to pull it off the market and sell it when the market improves, right? Because we just, right when that interest rate started creeping up, we started getting some really funky stuff coming through. A lot of the investors was coming out of the woodwork, wanting owner carries, wanting to take over that 2% and then, you know, just give them a little down payment and then, you know, the, expecting the owner to carry the rest. I've seen all kinds of creative stuff coming out right through that time period. I mean, I, my sellers rejected a lot of buyers right through there because yeah, they were yeah. getting a little too creative. It's like, no, we just soon pull the house off the market. Yeah. We're, like, we're not doing stuff. that stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, the, but you, you, you make a really good point there. And that is that, in when it from like October to February um, is what kind of what you're talking about. It was like that where it was just kind of very, very quiet. And, and we and we were telling buyers, now's the time. Now's the time to really get into the home that you want. This is a good time to buy. And um, and so you're right that that has increased a little bit where buyers are out there and, and you're there's not as many people selling. So buyers are out there. So there's still kind of multiple offers on some properties. But we're kind mm -hmm. of in a point right now um, that if you can qualify, you really can do an offer that um, is, is right at what the house is actually worth. Some people are still offering seller credits, you know, like there's a lot of um, the, the thing is that if you listen to the hype that the real estate market isn't good, if you buy now, you're going to lose money in your house in the next year or two, then you're going to wait until everyone else thinks it's a good time too. And when that happens, we're going to be in another situation like we were in 2020, 2021. And you're going to be fighting we over could not get a home. <laughs> That's absolutely right. They you were know, definitely you... having to settle for what we could get a hold of for them. It was not necessarily That's always right. their dream home. But you know what? After about five or six failed offers, because they weren't going to give over list price, no matter what you said. Okay, well, you're not probably going to get a house. After about five or six failed offers, you know, maybe we should give over list price. Okay. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. And that will happen again. Um, and that's why I say if you are able to get into the market right now, it's a really good time to get in the market buyers or sellers because it's a pretty even market right now. And, yeah. and, and don't listen to all of this stuff over here from people who are not no, in the market. Don't listen to are, the hype. That's Anytime right. you can get into a house is a good time to get in That's and right. then watch the market. Right. If you need to refi, get that lower interest, do it. You That's know, right. if you actually, you know, want to sell your home, you're going to be building equity and get into that so-called dream home. You know, maybe you, you right. kind of just settled for what you could afford, which is what we, a lot of us have to do. And then, you know, maybe at some point in your life, you can move up to your dream home, you know, that's and right. You just upgrade. have all this equity again. already built in there. Definitely. That's right. Good advice. That's right. Good advice, yeah. Michelle. So, yeah. So, you know, that's, that's about it. I just wanted to inform people of what's actually happening in the market versus what they might hear on, you know, TV or the internet or from uncle Joe. <laughs>
Oh, I, I get that one a lot. Isn't that hysterical? Well, my dad said, or my uncle said, and it's like, so how long has he been a realtor? Or how long right. has he been in the yeah. mortgage? And, oh, well, he doesn't. He just bought a house 30 years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Right. If there's one thing I know for sure, the, the market and the real estate business is always changing. It's it always really changing. Is. It was a completely different market even a year and a half ago, two years ago. So if you bought a house five years ago, 10 years ago, and you think, well, I know the market. <laughs> you know, isn't that the truth? And even the, the, the paperwork and the documents and the systems, and it's all different than it, even what it was like five years ago or 10 years ago. So right. it is definitely right. moving moving into directions that I don't know that everybody foreseen. So if they haven't kept That's up right. with the times, it's not the same market right. of whenever you did a transaction, you know, a few years <laughs> right. back. So, so yeah. Michelle, what's uh, your contact information so they can get a hold of you? Oh yeah, definitely. So it's uh, Michelle at HeroLoanTeam.com. You can always go directly to our website, HeroLoanTeam.com. And uh, my phone number is uh, 559-314-6760. But you can always contact Linda as well and get her started in your search and she can get you in contact with me as well. Definitely. Michelle, it's always a pleasure. Uh, I do enjoy our little little talks. So uh, anytime, feel free, come on back. Everybody, this is Realtor Linda Peltz. I uh, hope everyone's having a great day. My license number is 01997670. And I will catch you on the next one. Have a great day. Bye.